Hello everybody and welcome to episode three of Jenny Talks where we discuss all things teenagers. So I am psychologist Jenny Redgate and the founder and clinical director of Inspiration Psychology Services in Ipswich, Queensland. And tonight I wanted to talk about a pretty hot topic when it comes to our teens of today. And that is the issues around social media. Now, social media gets this incredibly negative plug all the time. Okay, we're seeing it. We're seeing it in social media. We're seeing it on the news. It's everywhere. You know, the dangers of social media. So that's not what I'm here to talk about in tonight's podcast. Okay, I actually want to talk about how we can use all forms of technology and social media to encourage our kids all right and yes there are probably people out there who are listening to this who you know I, I can almost feel the the glares coming in at me as I speak these words but social media technology can actually have some fabulous benefits for our teenagers and let's face it we live in a technological age so, you know, while I discussed at, you know, in episode one that I will have some podcasts that will be aimed more at mental health professionals or professionals working with teens, I'll have others directed more towards parents, then I'll have other podcasts which will be more directed towards our teens. This one, this one's really for everybody to listen to, okay, because I want to get out there that despite all the negativity around social media and technology, there can be really fantastic positive upsides to our teenagers' use of technology. Okay, now I am not going into the negative. I'm not talking about the dangers, all right, because we all know them. We've all heard the dangers. We all know we need to be careful. We all know the things that we need to be looking out for. And if you're listening to this and you don't know those things, you can find literally thousands, probably millions of, you know, different articles, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, news articles around, you know, being cautious when it comes to our children and our teens with their technology. So that is not what I'm going into. And I'm not saying through this podcast that there aren't dangers out there when it comes to technology, but we do have to get real. We do have to start embracing being in this technological age. So for those of you out there who are adults listening to this podcast, you know, back in our day, no, we didn't have this. Okay. Yes, it's added a whole nother element of stress to the lives of teens, to the lives of their parents, their teachers, you know, their health workers. Um, and I guess it's, it's added another forum where it can cause dramas. Okay. But we still need to get real. This is it. This is life now. All right. Being on social media, using technology is a way of life and we need to learn to embrace it. We need to get on board with it. Okay, it doesn't matter how much you tell your teens it's bad for them, they're not going to listen. They're surrounded by it. This is life. It's actually almost, you know, to a point of ostracizing them if we ban them from using technology. OK, 
Okay. It is the way of life these days. So one of the things that really sparked me to want to talk about this was my own experience a few weeks ago. And I'm a part of um, many different uh, Facebook groups and most of those are sort of business related or psychology related. Um, and then, of course, um, a lot of those are also uh, teenage related and parenting teens related. And as in one of these groups, you know, one of my most favorite people in the world, um, a, a huge mentor to me, a colleague, a friend, uh, made a comment that they're considering moving. They're re considering relocating and potentially even relocating overseas. And in that moment, my, my heart kind of sunk. And my initial thoughts were, you can't do that. You can't leave. What am I going to do without you? What, you know, you can't leave me. I'll be stranded. I don't want to lose you. And I had all these thoughts that were rushing through my mind. And then it was like this, this light bulb moment of, Jen, stop being an idiot. You know, this person lives in Tasmania, right? You live in Queensland, these, this person is not your next-door neighbour who you see every day, okay? But because of the connection that begun solely through social media with this person, it felt like, you know, this huge thing in the moment that this person was going to relocate and I was going to lose them. How ridiculous. I'd met this person through social media, okay? The majority of my interactions with this fabulous person have been through our social media groups and yes I've had the absolute um, blessed fortune of being able to now um, have met this person uh, twice at particular business retreats that we have been on um, but regardless of those retreats you know that was um, that friendship that bond that connection I felt was already there what this person meant to me um, how connected I felt to them was already there and that was purely based on our social media connection and it doesn't matter if this person does relocate to the other side of the world I now know that that's not going to change and that was also really cemented for me with these online groups that I'm a part of and in particular um the, a business mentoring coaching group that I'm a part of that I have now met up with these people twice in person this year and it was so incredible to see how those online relationships translated so beautifully into the real world you know we came together like we had met in person uh, for the first time six months prior you know and our only interaction had actually been through social media so the connection that we can actually form with people through social media is so understated okay and no I'm not saying that we should get our kids to connect with everybody through social media so please everybody out there who's listening to this calm down I'm not saying they should be talking to everybody online but what I'm saying is that we can use our kids' interests, their hobbies, if they play sports, um, if they're particularly, I guess, um, 
well-read on a certain topic, a passion area of theirs, we can use that to help them use social media in really positive, positive ways. And in one of my vlogs I did, so on my Inspiration Psychology Services Facebook page, I actually engaged in a 90-day vlog challenge. And one of those was actually related to this topic. And, you know, it certainly um, was was much briefer than this podcast, but it was around this idea of if our kids want to use technology, which they all do, okay, let's get them to use it in a great positive way. So if your child plays a sport or if they have a hobby that they love doing, encourage them to, you know, record that. And whether that's a voice recording, uh, whether that's a video recording of different you know, skills they're using, if it's a sport or a hobby, different crafts they might be making, if they're into makeup, if they're into doing hair, um, anything, anything at all, you know, it can be used in a great way. Encourage them to make their own YouTube channel. Encourage them to do their own podcast and get their voice out there. It doesn't matter who listens. It doesn't matter if one person or a million people listen. It's about them, you know, stepping up and this is going to increase their self-esteem, okay? Because they're using their talents, their abilities, they're taking something they love. They're actually taking two things they love. So they're taking that interest, whether it's a hobby, a sport, a general topic, and they're taking that love of technology and they're combining the two. So what a fantastic way to encourage them to use technology in a safe and fabulous and creative outlet for them. You know, the other thing is this, you know, gaming, okay? Gaming is has become a hugely negative place and I totally get why as well. I've seen all the horrible stuff that can go on even in the most innocent of games. You know, if anyone remembers the talking tom app i think it was called and how predators were even coming on and they were getting through to our kids through that app and talking to them yes it's a scary world out there okay and we do need to be cautious but again i'm not here to drill down i'm here to give the positive side okay and when it comes to gaming in today's world the big thing is of course fortnite so if you have had any contact with an adolescent in any way, shape or form, I'm pretty sure by now you will have heard of this game Fortnite. If not, I'm not quite sure where you're living, if it's under a rock or if you just, you know, are, are lucky enough to have, I guess, um, no one around you engaged in social media or gaming or any form of technology. Okay, but for the large majority of us, we will have heard of this game. And, you know, of course, it's a game about war and killing um, and collecting weapons and killing the opposition, like forming teams to do that. So it too, of course, has had a lot of negative feedback um, in the media. And uh, what I guess I've observed in watching my own 13-year-old son play this game is the the times where he's he's engaged me to come over and look at the crazy outfits he's put on he's had 
great delight in showing me the incredible dance moves that he could actually do as part of this game. And it was a really great um, moment of connection, you know, and a really different aspect to a game that's designed to attack and kill, um, to have these crazy characters who can do these uber-fantastic and wonderful dance moves. So, you know, that created this wonderful... Sorry about the door. You can hear slamming behind me. It's just my son coming in to interrupt me because um, we are very shortly about to head off to his basketball. So I need to wrap it up soon. But, you know, it was this really positive connection aspect because it had this fun element to it, okay? Now, the other thing I've observed is that, you know, he's engaging with other peers on this game. So he's forming these groups with peers that he goes to school with, that he plays basketball with, that he attends youth group with. And they're on there, they're doing this together. And while a lot of the conversation is around, let's use this tactic and let's do that and let's do this to actually win the game, so much of the conversation is actually also about general socialising stuff. And it's also been seen in my household anyway, where I've noticed that other people have brought up their issues, you know, things that are concerning with them, where he's brought up things that are concerning to him about stuff that might have happened at school. And there's actually been this really nice supportive environment that's occurred within this game. Okay, so while it's been a game designed, you know, as a, a war game, essentially, if we look a little back from that, we can see that, you know, there are elements to this that if our kids are taught well and safely when it comes to, you know, being appropriate online, when it comes to being cautious and careful about who they're engaging with, that it can have some really great ripple effects okay so you know we all need to be cautious yes please do not think i'm saying that we need to just let our adolescents run wild and free when it comes to technology when it comes to social media when it comes to gaming but we can certainly use their love of this to our own advantage and to their advantage to help them connect, to help them engage, to help them build their self-esteem through their own passion areas. So I really hope that everyone who's listening to this, you know, if you are someone who works with teens listening to this, this is a great tool you can use for them. If you're a parent listening to this, this is a fabulous way to also get your teen on board, to show them that you're supporting them, that you're encouraging them, both with their interests of you know, whatever hobby or sport um, or general interest it is, as well as with their interest in technology, it shows that support and encouragement. And if you are a teen watching this, know that you can use social media in some really positive ways, okay? Yep, heed all the warnings, listen to them, they're real, they're out there, but we can also use this in a fabulous and fantastically positive supportive and encouraging way so that is it for episode three of jenny talks and thanks for listening while jenny talks i'm psychologist jenny redgate and here's to inspiring our world one teen at a time 
I will chat soon, everyone, and have a fabulous rest of your week. Bye for now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Jenny Talks, where we discuss all things teenagers. So I am psychologist Jenny Redgate and the founder and clinical director of Inspiration Psychology Services in Ipswich, Queensland. And tonight I wanted to talk about a pretty hot topic when it comes to our teens of today. And that is the issues around social media. Now, social media gets this incredibly negative plug all the time. Okay, we're seeing it (laughs) We're seeing it in social media. We're seeing it on the news. It's everywhere, you know, the dangers of social media. So that's not what I'm here to talk about in tonight's podcast, okay? I actually want to talk about how we can use all forms of technology and social media to encourage our kids, all right? And yes, there are probably people out there who are listening to this who, you know, I I can almost feel feel the the glares coming in at me as I speak these words but social media technology can actually have some fabulous benefits for our teenagers and let's face it we live in a technological age so you know while I discussed at you know in episode one that I will have some podcasts that will be aimed more at mental health professionals or professionals working with teens. I'll have others directed more towards parents. Then I'll have other podcasts which will be more directed towards our teens. This one, this one's really for everybody to listen to, okay? Because I want to get out there that despite all the negativity around social media and technology, there can be really... uh, fantastic positive upsides to our teenagers use of technology okay now i am not going into the negative i'm not talking about the dangers all right because we all know them we've all heard the dangers we all know we need to be careful we all know the things that we need to be looking out for and if you're listening to this and you don't know those things you can find literally thousands probably millions of you know, different articles, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, news articles around, you know, being cautious when it comes to our children and our teens with their technology. So that is not what I'm going into. And I'm not saying through this podcast that there aren't dangers out there when it comes to technology, but we do have to get real. We do have to start embracing being in this technological age. So For those of you out there who are adults listening to this podcast, you know, back in our day, no, we didn't have this, okay? Yes, it's added a whole other element of stress to the lives of teens, to the lives of their parents, their teachers, you know, their health workers. Um, And I guess it's, it's added another forum where it can cause dramas, okay? But we still need to get real this is it this is life now all right being on social media using technology is a way of life and we need to learn to embrace it we need to get on board with it okay it doesn't matter how much you tell your teens it's bad for them they're not going to listen 
they're surrounded by it this is life it's actually almost you know to a point of ostracizing them if we ban them from using technology okay it is the way of life these days so one of the things that really sparked me to want to talk about this was my own experience a few weeks ago and i'm a part of um, many different uh, facebook groups and most of those are sort of business related or psychology related um, and then, of course, um, a lot of those are also uh, teenage-related and parenting teens-related. And as in one of these groups, you know, one of my most favourite people in the world, um, a, a huge mentor to me, a colleague, a friend, uh, made a comment that they're considering moving, they're re- considering relocating, and potentially even relocating overseas. And in that moment, my my heart kind of sunk. And my initial thoughts were, you can't do that. You can't leave. What am I going to do without you? What, you know, you can't leave me. I'll be stranded. I don't want to lose you. And I had all these thoughts that were rushing through my mind. And then it was like this, this light bulb moment of, Jen, stop being an idiot. You know, this person lives in Tasmania right? You live in Queensland. These, this person is not your next door neighbor who you see every day, okay? But because of the connection that begun solely through social media with this person, it felt like, you know, this huge thing in the moment that this person was going to relocate and I was going to lose them. How ridiculous. I'd met this person through social media, Okay, the majority of my interactions with this fabulous person have been through our social media groups. And yes, I've had the absolute um, blessed fortune of being able to now um, have met this person uh, twice at particular business retreats that we have been on. Um, But regardless of those retreats, you know, that was... um, That friendship, that bond, that connection, I felt was already there. What this person meant to me, um, how connected I felt to them was already there. And that was purely based on a social media connection. And it doesn't matter if this person does relocate to the other side of the world. I now know that that's not going to change. And that was also really cemented for me with these online groups that I'm a part of, and in particular, um, the a business mentoring coaching group that I'm a part of that I have now met up with these people twice in person this year. And it was so incredible to see how those online relationships translated so beautifully into the real world. You know, we came together like we had met in person uh, for the first time six months prior, you know, And our only interaction had actually been through social media. So the connection that we can actually form with people through social media is so understated. Okay. And no, I'm not saying that we should get our kids to connect with everybody through social media. So please, everybody out there who's listening to this, calm down. I'm not saying they should be talking to everybody online. 
But what I'm saying is that we can use our kids' interests, their hobbies, if they play sports, um, if they're particularly, I guess, um, well-read on a certain topic, a passion area of theirs, we can use that to help them use social media in really positive, positive ways. And in one of my vlogs I did, so on my Inspiration Psychology Services Facebook page, I actually engaged in a 90-day vlog challenge. And one of those was actually related to this topic. And, you know, it certainly um, was, was much briefer than this podcast, but it was around this idea of if our kids want to use technology, which they all do, okay, Let's get them to use it in a great positive way. So if your child plays a sport or if they have a hobby that they love doing, encourage them to, you know, record that. And whether that's a voice recording, uh, whether that's a video recording of different, you know, skills they're using, if it's a sport or a hobby, different crafts they might be making, if they're into makeup, if they're into doing hair, um, anything, anything at all. You know, it can be used in a great way. Encourage them to make their own YouTube channel. Encourage them to do their own podcast and get their voice out there. It doesn't matter who listens. It doesn't matter if one person or a million people listen. It's about them, you know, stepping up. And this is going to increase their self-esteem, okay? Because they're using their talents, their abilities. They're taking something they love. They're actually taking two things they love. So they're taking that interest, whether it's a hobby, a sport, a general topic, and they're taking that love of technology and they're combining the two. So what a fantastic way to encourage them to use technology in a safe and fabulous and creative outlet for them. You know, the other thing is this, you know, gaming, okay? Gaming is has become... A hugely negative place and I totally get why as well I've seen all the horrible stuff that can go on even in the most innocent of games you know if anyone remembers the talking tom app I think it was called and how predators were even coming on and they were getting through to our kids through that app and talking to them yes it's a scary world out there okay and we do need to be cautious but again I'm not here to drill down. I'm here to give the positive side, okay? And when it comes to gaming, in today's world, the big thing is, of course, Fortnite. So if you have had any contact with an adolescent in any way, shape, or form, I'm pretty sure by now you will have heard of this game, Fortnite. If not, I'm not quite sure where you're living, if it's under a rock, or if you just you know, uh, are lucky enough to have, I guess, um, no one around you engaged in social media or gaming or any form of technology. Okay? But for the large majority of us, we will have heard of this game. And, you know, of course, it's a game about war and killing um, and collecting weapons and killing the opposition, like forming teams to do that. So it too, of course, has had a lot of negative feedback um, in the media. And uh, what I guess I've observed in watching my own 13-year-old son play this game is the 
the times where he's he's engaged me to come over and look at the crazy outfits he's put on he's had great delight in showing me the incredible dance moves that he could actually do as part of this game and it was a really great um moment of connection you know and a really different aspect to a game that's designed to attack and kill um to have these crazy characters who can do these uber fantastic and wonderful dance moves so you know that created this wonderful sorry about the door you can hear slamming behind me it's just my son coming in to interrupt me um because we are very shortly about to head off to his basketball so i need to wrap it up soon but you know it was this really positive connection aspect because it had this fun element to it okay now the other thing i've observed is that you know he's engaging with other peers on this game so He's forming these groups with peers that he goes to school with, that he plays basketball with, that he attends youth group with. And they're on there, they're doing this together. And while a lot of the conversation is around, let's use this tactic and let's do that and let's do this to actually win the game, so much of the conversation is actually also about general socialising stuff. And it's also been seen in my household anyway where I've noticed that other people have brought up their issues, you know, things that are concerning with them, where he's brought up things that are concerning to him about stuff that might have happened at school. And there's actually been this really nice supportive environment that's occurred within this game, okay? So while it's been a game designed, you know, as a a war game, essentially, if we look a little back from that, we can see that, you know, there are elements to this that if our kids are taught well and safely when it comes to, you know, being appropriate online, when it comes to being cautious and careful about who they're engaging with, that it can have some really great ripple effects. Okay. So, you know, we all need to be cautious yes please do not think i'm saying that we need to just let our adolescents run wild and free when it comes to technology when it comes to social media when it comes to gaming but we can certainly use their love of this to our own advantage and to their advantage to help them connect to help them engage to help them build their self-esteem through their own passion areas So I really hope that everyone who's listening to this, you know, if you are someone who works with teens listening to this, this is a great tool you can use for them. If you're a parent listening to this, this is a fabulous way to also get your teen on board, to show them that you're supporting them, that you're encouraging them, both with their interests of, you know, whatever hobby or sport um, or general interest it is, as well as with their interest in technology, it shows that support and encouragement. And if you are a teen watching this, know that you can use social media in some really positive ways, okay? Yep, heed all the warnings, listen to them. They're real, they're out there, but we can also use this in a fabulous and fantastically positive, supportive and encouraging way. 
So that is it for episode three of Jenny Talks. And thanks for listening while Jenny Talks. I'm psychologist Jenny Redgate, and here's to inspiring our world one teen at a time. I will chat soon, everyone, and have a fabulous rest of your week. Bye for now.